Which use cases does the blockchain have? Hello, my name is Rado and in today's episode of our Crypto Basics series we will be taking a look at which use cases there are for the blockchain, which ones already exist and which use cases might be realized very soon. Enjoy the episode! What is interesting is that cryptocurrency, the most widely known use case of the blockchain, is much better known than the blockchain technology on which cryptocurrencies are based. For example, everyone who deals with cryptocurrencies knows Bitcoin, but only few people have heard of the Bitcoin blockchain. Then again, hardly anyone talks about SMT protocols, and yet we all use emails on a daily basis. However, the blockchain technology is so versatile that it is becoming more and more popular. That's why today we'll be taking a look at the many ways blockchain can be used as a technology. And to make it as easy as possible to get started, let's begin with one use case we've already mentioned, namely cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies. Simply put, a cryptocurrency is a digital asset. It can be bought via a crypto exchange and then sent to other people. When it comes to cryptocurrencies, the blockchain functions as a ledger. If person A wants to send a unit of a cryptocurrency to person B, the blockchain will first check whether person A actually has a unit of the corresponding currency to be able to send it to person B. Here the blockchain works like a perpetual ledger. This way it is ensured that no debts can be incurred. Unlike a bank account, where a person A might be able to overdraw the account at least in the short term, incurring debt is completely impossible with cryptocurrencies. If person A would try to send more than what they have in cryptocurrencies to person B, the blockchain protocol would immediately determine that this transaction is not possible and it can therefore not be processed. The second important aspect of cryptocurrencies is already in the name. Crypto is ancient Greek and translates to hiding or protecting. Anyone who tries to manipulate parts of the blockchain will fail because of its encryption. All transactions, as well as the coins and tokens, so the units of cryptocurrencies, are cryptographically encrypted and thus inaccessible to hackers. Blockchain technology thus guarantees an almost incomparable level of security. Which brings us to the next use case, because the blockchain can do much more than just cryptocurrencies. Data security. Let's think for a moment. How often are we dealing with sensitive data in everyday life? Well, that's a simple question. Everywhere and always. These days, there is nothing more valuable than our data. But that's not the only reason why we should ensure its security. Whoever has access to sensitive data can do whatever they want with it. Data that does not change quickly is particularly popular because it can be used for a long time once it has been stolen. In recent years, medical patient data has increasingly become the focus of cyber attacks. According to statistics published by Statista, over 164 million patient records were stolen in the USA between 2005 and 2019 alone, with almost 1,500 data leaks discovered. Here the centralization of data in hospitals is a crucial problem, as the data is stored on a few servers. If a hacker has cracked the firewall, all the patient data is open to him at once. This is where blockchain comes in handy. Just like the individual transactions we talked about earlier, patient data, or data in general, can be cryptically secured on the blocks of the blockchain and then stored. The key is decentralization. 
Because unlike the hospital's in-house servers or the companies that are responsible for the security of patient data of the hospitals, all data on the blockchain is stored decentralized, meaning on thousands of servers worldwide. In the process, a copy of the blockchain is created on each server and according to the blockchain protocol, all copies must match each other. So if someone were to try and perhaps even manage to forge one of the billions of copies, the blockchain protocol would compare this forged copy with the others and immediately identify it as false and delete it accordingly. So what if the data was stored on the blockchain? Well, you could still access the data, just as you can access your own crypto wallet, but the data itself would be protected from theft and forgery and stored decentrally. But since the data is already encrypted anyways, it is virtually impossible to steal the data in the first place. Music rights and the arts. The discussion about how we can ensure that musicians and artists in general can earn a fair share of their income from their works has come more and more into the public eye over the last few years. For although there would be neither music nor art without the respective artists, the creators are repeatedly offered contracts that give the artists a far too low percentage of the profits. In addition, pirated copies make it increasingly difficult for the creators of digital works to protect and monetize their work. But here too, the blockchain offers a solution that is already being increasingly used in this way. With the Elrond blockchain, for example, license agreements can be embedded directly in the code. So-called smart contracts, for which we have already made our own basic episode, ensure that musicians and artists are always remunerated before the contract is concluded, without a third party being able to change anything. Meaning that artists, owners or creators can charge a license fee that has been set in advance in the smart contract every time their music or artwork is sold. This fee is then always collected automatically when a piece of music is played on the radio, for example. Another advantage is that copyrights can be transferred and copyright communities can be established via the smart contract. The profits are then also automatically distributed to individual authors or the corresponding collective. So it doesn't matter whether you are active on your own or in a band. Once defined in the smart contract, everyone is rewarded according to their agreements. Energy provider. This area is certainly not the most obvious for many. And yet, there is almost endless potential for blockchain as a forward-looking technology in the energy supply industry. This is because energy generation, just like its consumption, will become increasingly decentralized in the future. With the development of consumers towards prosumers, meaning consumers who also produce electricity themselves, there are new challenges for centrally positioned energy suppliers that require decentralized solutions. This area is correspondingly complex, so here are two examples that speak for the use of blockchain in this area. First, transparency regarding electricity. If you really want to live in an environmentally conscious way, sooner or later you have to ask yourself an important question. Namely, from whom you want to obtain which electricity. And as we know, not all electricity is the same. There is now the infamous green electricity, there is electricity from one's own rooftop, and then there is cheap electricity. The latter being characterized above all by the fact that it's not particularly environmentally friendly. 
So let's assume that we have chosen green electricity and would like to understand exactly where it comes from. Until now we have had to rely on our energy provider not imposing anything on us that we don't want. But with the blockchain complete data transparency and fast better traceability could be guaranteed. Because just as it is possible to trace who sends us cryptocurrencies thanks to the protocol structure of the blockchain, it is possible to determine where the electricity we receive comes from. This would not only lead to more trust on the part of consumers, but also contribute to the second important aspect, namely low costs. Processing the thousands of transactions that energy suppliers have to deal with every day costs an incredibly amount of money. To show you how much cheaper, for example, the Elrond blockchain is compared to well-known payment processors, we have included a cost calculator on our website Istari Vision. The switch to blockchain technology would save both large and small energy suppliers an enormous amount of money, with a high degree of data sovereignty, meaning controlled data use that can organize and record even the smallest energy flows and control signals extremely securely. And for those who are now wondering what advantages the blockchain has for the prosumers just mentioned, the application of blockchain technology can of course also be used on a very small scale. If, for example, you have a wallbox at home and your neighbor charges his electric car on it, then you too can have this transaction run via the blockchain, whereby you too can benefit from the low fees. And then, finally, I would like to present one last use case to you, and that is the money laundering. Okay, maybe I should rephrase that. So, it's not about using the blockchain for money laundering. On the contrary, because as we mentioned at the beginning, the blockchain is more or less a perpetual bank statement and this offers the authorities a fantastic opportunity. Once on the blockchain, all transactions can be tracked. Once a coin or a transaction has been identified as criminal money or money that is to be used for money laundering, this money can be frozen or even burned, meaning deleted. Among other things, the blockchain can be used to identify the wallets of those who wanted to use the blockchain for criminal purposes and to block these wallets directly. So it's not true that cryptocurrencies are a wild west for people who think they can do whatever they want with them without a possibility of being regulated. On the contrary, there are enough cases where the blockchain has made it possible to seize vast sums of assets used for money laundering. I hope you enjoyed this slightly longer episode of our Crypto Basic series. If you did, feel free to let me know via our Star Revision Instagram channel and feel free to write me what you'd like to hear next. I'm always happy to hear your feedback. Until then, take care and happy staking. Yours, Rado. If you liked this episode, feel free to listen again next time. In our basic series, we explain the most important terms about blockchain, crypto and DeFi every week to help you better navigate through the crypto world. If you have a specific question or feedback about our podcast, feel free to write us an email at hello at or visit us on Twitter, Telegram and Facebook. Until then, and all the best, happy staking, Yorado. <laughs>